You're listening to Grant's Rants. Subscribe and spread the word. There are a lot more rants to come. Listen anytime on all major podcasting platforms. And now, back to the show. And we're back on the podcast. This is uh, the second half of our New Year's New Year's special. Oh my God, I'm always so behind with these holidays. But uh, nevertheless, Granny June is here joining me back on the podcast. Welcome back. Hi there, I'm still here. I wanted to ask you about, um, the. I wanted you to tell people about the uh, craft that you did for Christmas, what you had in the oven. Tell people oh, yeah. what you uh, did. This year, this this fall, you know, uh, I live out in, in the country, and uh, I went outside with my dog. I, I have a nice little dog now, too, named Millie. She's really a lot of company and a lot of fun. She's very, very intelligent, very well-behaved. And I rescued her at the end of August, so she's really settled in with me. I was out there in the yard with Millie, and I looked down, and my the ground was covered with thousands and thousands of acorns. There was like a carpet of them. And I thought, well, now something has to be done with these acorns. There's so many of them. It's a shame that they all go to waste. And uh, they're free. It's not going to cost me anything to use them. So I have to think of something to do with them. So I gathered up. I must have used about three to 4,000 acorns. I had to bring them in the house and wash them in a sieve. I washed them, took all the grass and the twigs out from them, and then I dried them. And then I had to bake them in the oven for a half an hour to make sure they were clean and there was no little bugs or anything growing in them. And uh, I made about 14 uh Christmas trees with all the acorns. I had uh, foam uh, molds made in the shape of a cone, and some of them were about 12 inches tall. Then I started to make my own molds in the shape of a cone out of cardboard and and, uh, hard paper. And uh, I made small trees about six inches tall. All told, I made about 14 Christmas trees. And they came out beautiful. That was my my winter project. Well, they were very well received. They were rustic looking for those who are curious. Yes. Um, yeah, I got the, I got to see one when it was done. But yeah, you said that you used like something like two thousand acorns or something. I used about three to four thousand acorns. <sighs> And I've had it with acorns now. I can't look at another acorn right now. I bet. Yeah, that's... So uh, that was my acorn project for the winter. It kept me busy. I I did pop in uh, over... It was like, you know, around Thanksgiving. I just popped in for a minute, and I did smell the acorns in the oven, which was, you know, actually didn't smell too bad. I mean, it was, I didn't know what to expect, but I, I was like, what the hell you got going on in here? But, um, you know, I, I get it. You know, that's how they sterilize the, uh, the, you know, the seeds, I guess. So they don't like sprout or whatever. They don't have any bugs. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it was interesting. I mean, this is nothing new for Granny June. I mean, she's made more things out of, you honestly, you name it. I mean, all natural elements, like yeah. all types of food. So this yeah. is nothing new, but I, I mean, it's in the latest. Out of everything. I can make a craft out of anything. So many, yeah. I've done hundreds of crafts in my day. 
all she really needs is a good glue gun, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Well, I would be. With on my end, the only thing I've really been doing, I have the dog now here with me in in New York, which is you know started at the first of the year, which has been a transition because I'm still, you know, getting settled here. But it's nice to have her in the apartment. I mean, this is like the never ending move, and I haven't had too much to do in New York yet because I'm just being so cautious and careful. But I did go to the edge which is um, a new kind of rooftop situation. Uh, we had a, I went with a kind of a new friend in the city. I had a glass of champagne, and there was like a, you know, a glass-like triangle in the floor, and you could look yeah. down and see the see city. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. I, I got to do that. I didn't even think twice about it. I, I just walked right out on it. I enjoyed the night. That was probably the most New York thing I've done so far since I've been here. Uh, other than that, it's been just going to the store and buying things, um, you know, walking the dog it's been a like you know it's gonna be a while until i get to really experience new york but i'm so far so good um i've just been doing a lot of work really i've just been really working a lot but the minute the weather is good and it's safe to do things and there's a vaccine i'm gonna be out i'm going out i have big plans so i'm just kind of biding my time yeah well i'm hoping i'll get the vaccine soon because I'm way over the 75-year-olds. I'm up there in the 90s. And uh, I want to get that vaccine because I want to get back to my writing group. I haven't been writing that much. And I want to get back to the library and tutor somebody in English. I was all ready to do that again. And the first time that we were going for our orientation, the, the, the virus hit and they had to cancel it. And that's been it ever since. So my life has been buying food and cooking and eating it. And I have two or three neighbors that I see once in a while. They're very careful also. And uh, I go to the market with my mask and my Purell and the Dollar Tree, which is really fun because you can always find something in there that's different and you can bring it home and enjoy it for a dollar but i'm dying to get back out and be with people i want to meet friends for lunch and go back to the the senior center and have my writing group and but we have to be patient i guess and i'm hoping that they get around to me soon with the vaccine yeah so, they, should. Uh, they should have already by now but yeah i mean they're having a lot of trouble just uh, just distributing that vaccine uh it's supposed to be kept very very cold and sometimes it gets too warm they have to throw it away because they don't dispense it fast enough to people it's really a shame uh, yeah please yeah i, I don't even want to hear it that's like so upsetting because people are still but, dying you know yeah but anyway i'm trying to enjoy whatever i can enjoy yeah and uh that's the way you have to look at it well, that's it. I mean, I, I am trying to watch a little bit of TV. I'm not very motivated right now to, mu to watch much. I do have to watch a lot for my day job. So I'm trying to find other things to kind of engage with other than TV. But I gave it a lot of thought, and I was trying to think of what show in 2020 I loved. It was my favorite show because we watched a lot of TV last year. I, I really can't pinpoint one show 
that I was fully engrossed in and enjoyed and thought it was good from the quality of it and, and the you know, just all parts of it. And, you know, I, I'm a tough critic, but I couldn't think of any that I, like, was really, 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 like, into. And I was hoping yeah. that would change this year. Um, I'm looking at the lists of the shows that are coming out. Um, th- th- the only show I, I kind of enjoyed that got me off took my mind off everything and it was so so far-fetched and silly that I enjoyed it so much the 90 day fiance is it worth me getting back into because I kind of cooled off on it to be honest yeah well it's yeah it's it's um it's with the same people most of the time but they're bringing in some new ones yeah it's about time and uh you know, you, you, I get a kick out of it to think that people will be so foolish to do these kind of things. And you just know it's not going to work. But in some cases, it has. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, I think we've talked about this before. I think we talked about this last year. This impeachment show on FX, American Crime Story, Bill and Monica. It was supposed to come on last year and it never did. It's supposed to come on this year, I guess. I still want to see the show. What do you think of it? I, we've, I think we've discussed this. Would you be interested in watching a show like that? What is it about? Well, Bill it's, Clinton? Yeah, it's, the script, it's a scripted drama. Now, Monica Lewinsky is producing it, as well as, as others like Ryan Murphy and other people. But um, Monica I, Lewinsky is producing it? Yeah. She's, oh, my. Yeah, she's not in it. But Sarah Paulson's in it as Linda Tripp. And you know, we saw a picture we talked about on this podcast. Yeah, I'm interested. I've wanted to see it. Where is it? Let's go. I know Ryan Murphy is notoriously late with production and like always up to the last minute with a lot of his shows. So maybe between the slowing down of the virus and the end of the year, I don't know. Something keeps pushing this show. And I'd like to see it now. So that's all I'm going to say about that. I'm ready. Yeah, I would be interested in it. Uh, I I don't really care about Bill Clinton. Uh, I don't think he deserves any more notoriety. I think he should go and hide under a rock somewhere for all the things that he's done. But I would look at it from Monica Lewinsky's point of view. Yeah, That's why I would be interested in it. Yeah, I I know it's going to be well done, and, you know, I just want to see it. But, I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm quickly losing interest, so hurry up. That's what I want to say yeah. about that. Um, what show are – well, we've got a couple here. What's something that uh, you want to watch? I don't know her pictures and no mine, so. Mr. Mayor with Ted Danson. It's a comedy, and it starts uh, – it started on January 7th on NBC – And he plays a retired businessman in L.A. who decides to run for office and uh, unexpectedly he wins. And it's written by Tina Fey. And of course, he is over his head with this job that he gets. And of course, Ted Danson himself is quite surprised that he got this leading role so soon after The Good Place. And um, 
So have you watched you know, it yet? You what? Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. I'll, I'm going to record it for next uh, week. I saw the first two episodes of it. Now I went into it with like honestly full disclosure. Like I I, I thought it was going to be lousy. I didn't understand the premise. Right now, like. I was just like, it's like, why are they doing a show, especially with the current state of L.A., about like a punchy comedy about an L.A. mayor, especially in politics right now? To me, it's like to me, it's like the equivalent of someone doing a sitcom about the Senate, the Senate and being like, oh, that Mitch McConnell, he's he's a funny one, isn't he? He's pretty whimsical. It's like it's too serious. I don't I, I wasn't in for anything political, but I will say they kept it, you know, with the modern humor. They kept it moving. It was, you know, references to pop culture. It moved. Rachel Dratch made an appearance. So I, I love anything she does. I um was accepting of the mayor, of Mr. Mayor. Now, ABC had a show only a few years ago called The Mayor, which crashed and burned and did very poorly. So again, I don't know why they're going the political route. I'd, I'd rather see Ted Danson play anything else other than a politician, but it, it wasn't the worst show. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to take place in a post-vaccine world. So this is like takes place after all these vaccines have been given to people. And the oh, whole I didn't thing realize is that. Cured. Oh, I didn't realize that. Well, I'll take that. Yeah. There was another one. Clarice. That starts on February 11th at 10 p.m. on CBS. It carries off from post-Silence of the Lambs movie. Um, Who the hell remembers that? So it, it picks up. After all that, uh, that the world of that she's been dealing with these two monstrous killers that she's come in contact with over the years, um, she she um, she's she's installed for, uh, for some bad eruptions, drafted into the she's drafted into the FBI, and is sent anywhere to do anything. Uh, like, for instance, she's taking on kidnappings to murders. And uh, if it's anything like the silence of the lamb, it's a it's a it's a real good, you know, edge of your seat uh, program. So I might be interested in looking at that. If people know mm. about silence of the lambs, of course, they're running silence of the lamb on television now, the movie. So people can look at it now and get an idea of what this Clarice is going to be like. Well, that's what I was thinking. They're going to have to. I mean, who the hell remembers? I, yeah. I, mean, I know it was popular, but like, I know there's just, there's been so much that has happened since that movie was popular. Like, I mean, I guess, I mean, they're really reaching with that in my opinion, but you know, okay. What Another else you got? Another one that starts uh, January 13th on ABC at 930 is Call Your Mother. It has that Kyra Sedgwick in it from The Closer. Oh, Kyra Sedgwick is in another ABC show. It's about how hard it is to be a mother. She's a loving widow and a middle school teacher whose two children are 25 and 23, and they live in L.A., leaving her alone. And uh, when she goes to visit them, she wonders if she's in their way when she visits or do they still need her advice? Most moms of her age can 
definitely relate to the sitcom. I really can't because I'm above, above that age group. But it might yeah. be interesting for mothers in their, you know, that are in their maybe 50s, 40s or 50s. I mean, ABC is smart in a way, honestly, demographic-wise, to appeal to that age bracket because, I mean, uh, to be frank, I mean, that's who's still watching network comedy. So yeah. I guess you know, you're going to find the audience where they are, meet them where they are, and, and you know, this might actually be a smart thing to appeal to that demographic. I mean, those you know, they're still consumers. They're not dead. So, I mean, I think, right. you know, it's a good idea from like a programming standpoint because yeah, I don't, why not? Yeah, I don't, I don't care for Kyra Sedgwick. Kira. I, did, yeah. I didn't look at the closer because I didn't care for her. So I definitely won't be looking at that. But as I said, some women in their fifties or forties would be, be interested. Yeah. There's one show that I'm interested in. It's on Hulu. Um, it's called Only Murders in the Building. It's a true crime comedy with Steve Martin and Martin Short. Martin Short, I think, is so funny. There's something about that guy I like. And he's also, like, just, he's led quite an interesting life. Um, you know, he's a widower. His wife passed, unfortunately. But, yeah, he still, like, never lost his edge. And um, it's, so it's going to be Steve uh, and then Martin Short and then Selena Gomez, oddly enough, and it's going to be a murder mystery comedy, and I can imagine there'll be a lot of physical humor in it, and um, I'm interested in this. This is either going to be really good or really lousy, um, but I think I'll take a look at this one. I like shows that don't take themselves so seriously. The last thing I want to watch is another crime drama, to be honest with you, so yeah. I, I'm going to take a peek at this. It's going to go either way, but I'm hoping it's a good one, and I like Selena. You know, I, I can Except her being a part of this. Now, this one here, uh, Shadow and Bone. Oh, what is that? That just, I'm already turned off. It's about flesh eating creatures. Absolutely not. Next, I won't even indulge. I won't even indulge that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not interested in flesh-eating creatures either. Why, why can't there be a, a, a very high-budget, bitchy soap opera? Uh, that's all that I'm looking for. I'm looking yeah. for just something entertaining. I, I really don't care to hear about flesh-eating or laughing at people who are being mayors on TV. I, I'm just not into it. Well, you know, I, I, I look at quite a few programs on PBS, they're very they're 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 very good programs and they're they're really they really uh, um they're intelligent programs most of them and there's one that's coming on uh, that's starting on January 10th on PBS and uh, it's called uh, All Creatures Great and Small. Now I don't know if people are familiar with John Harriet that wrote a series of books about animals. He's, he was a wonderful animal lover. He's very gentle and kind to try to help this cow, who I guess is, is, is crippled, back onto her feet. And in the meantime, he does take a shine to the farmer's daughter. It got three and a half stars. And I might be interested in that because it's a calming thing. It's not anything with violence. And it's, you know, it's interesting. It'll be well done. Those shows are always pretty, like, yeah. well-produced. So like, you like... know, if anybody is interested in animals, 
this James Harriet was a wonderful is a wonderful person with animals. And so I think I'd be interested in looking at that. I'm going to record that so I won't forget it. Well, my final thought on all this is I don't want to sound ungrateful because there's so much content out there, but I'm just trying to find something that I'm excited to tune in for, something yeah, to count yeah. down, to watch. You know, I do a lot of sampling, and sometimes it's, you know, sometimes, I you know, you hit things you like, and other times you don't. But I, I want to, like, really look forward to something. I mean, there's so much niche programming out there, so many Star Wars shows. I mean, I here's, it's almost too much. There's a documentary for every type of athlete and musician and crime. I want to find something that really appeals to me. Can we get that Scientology stuff back on TV? I love a good Scientology documentary, the ones that really rip into what they do. I love stuff like that. I need yeah. something like that. You like something that you can really get your teeth into. Yeah, I'm kind of like ready for what's next. I've been saying this for a while now on the podcast, so we'll see. But I'm sure there'll be something that pops up that I enjoyed. I mean, I stumbled upon McMillions last year on HBO and loved that. So who knows? But um, this brings us to our time. Thank you, Granny, for uh, your New Year's advice to Erica Jane and um, some TV viewing uh, uh, leadership, can I say? So it was my pleasure. And I want to wish everyone that's listening to this uh, safe. Uh, stay safe. You have to be patient, I guess, and try to uh, stay in and wear your masks when you go out and don't go near anybody that you think might have the virus. And let's hope and pray that we all come out of this in the end and see the light at the end of the tunnel. And all of us, hopefully, that are listening will come out healthy and strong and no problems. So God bless all of you. That's all I can say. And let's hope that 2021 is going to be a better year. <sighs> let's hope. And let's hope we can record this podcast in person sometime now that I'm back on the East Coast. Like, yes, you know, when, it's oh, t- when the time is right. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm looking forward to you coming and working in my garden. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm going to be doing that. You, you, you It's okay. on tape. All right. Thanks, Granny. Love you. Good to hear from you. Thank Love you, go- you. And uh, take care and stay safe. Amen. You too. Stick with us, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. As always, I hope that you're enjoying these holiday episodes. We're going to get back to our normal scheduled bitching and ranting gear coming up. Love you guys for listening. This has been Grant's Rants. Follow Grant on Twitter and Instagram at It's Grant's Rants. Cover art created by Howie Rone. Original theme music by Alexander Ardzin. The Grant Michael Collection. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.